0: the youthscape podcast the youthscape podcast
1: hi everybody and welcome to another edition of the youthscape podcast and we are your happy hosts for the day my name is rachel gardner
0: oh and my name is martin saunders
1: and i've been watching way too much hey dougie and i'd like to refer to everybody as sweetlings it's a new term so actually martin do you have or have you ever had like Vaguely inappropriate catch-all phrases. that You think, really, in this day and age, I can't refer to a whole group of young people as guys right. or darling. Like I, I constantly fall into that trap. Oh, I say I, guys uh, all the time. Yeah, hey guys. I I'm still relevant. Sweetlings.
0: Sweetlings. Yes. I like that because it's so <laughs> I irrelevant. Like, Ooh. <laughs> yes. It's sort of relevant. I know. I did. I did a. I did a thing the other day with my uh, guys in the, my guys. Yeah, your guys. And I um and I use the word banter. And they all looked at me, Did absolutely. Did you like, do some banter. No, no, no. I was saying, I was talking about friendship. Yeah. And the fact that often, I've been very inspired by Nicky Marfleet's mm. thing at the National mm. Youth mm. Weekend. I was very inspired at the time. Um, but this whole thing about banter. Yeah. And I, I was trying to call the out banter. Of it is. And they it? were like, what's banter? What? No. And then one of them went, oh, you mean bance.
1: Oh, I see. And then I said, oh, oh, I mean bance.
0: bance. And then they all laughed. Oh,
1: I see. And they were like,
0: no, no, no you can't say bance. Because yeah. you're 41.
1: Yes language how divisive it can be, can't it? But I, how are you doing today? Though? I'm well,
0: I'm well, I can thank you. Yes, That's fine. But I, I enjoy the bounce. <laughs> I'm all about the hashtag bounce with yeah. you, Rach.
1: Thank you so Two much. Two
0: elderly youth workers.
1: <laughs> the hashtag bants. I um I was at an event recently where we had to like come up with lots of words around a bit of comms were developing like how do you want young people to receive what you're what you're developing and what really? you're doing and I could not think in any other way than hashtag all I could think okay. of was hashtag people like me and it's, it's Love Island I have been infiltrated and, and influenced by Love Island that's, that's
0: gonna be groundbreaking for the girls brigade was. isn't it <laughs>
1: And we should probably interview someone from the Girls Brigade, we, we haven't have. had a senior leader from no, the Girls Brigade No, not a senior yet. leader from the Girls Brigade. So we're going to go find some great... There are some awesome people.
0: Hasn't someone in the Girls Brigade just been awarded an overview? They
1: have, yes. So someone, let's find her. Yeah, absolutely. We'll have her. Fantastic. Brilliant. So, I'm quite excited about today's podcast. Yes.
0: Before we go there, Rachel.
1: Yes? Before we
0: go... To the reason for your excitement.
1: Yes, is I there I want some to talk more? about something
0: even more Ooh. exciting. This is a moment to just put down the ironing. I'm not well, the, doing
1: any ironing. That's no, not so you. Sexist. Not you. Or just
0: the, some female. Or the dumbbell that you're oh, currently okay. holding <laughs> in the gym, or whatever. And uh, and please just listen to me for a moment. My life at the moment is dominated by one thing.
1: One thing or one thing only. And one
0: th- well not one thing only, but it's dominated by. The fact that we are currently exploring whether to do a youth festival in the uh, summer of 2020.
1: And why are we considering this? We're, We're considering doing this that
0: because uh, Mike Pilavachi, when Soul Survivor, they announced Soul Survivor was going to come to an end. Mike Pilavachi approached uh, Elim yeah. and uh, Vineyard and ourselves and said, would you three uh, launch or expand festivals to uh, connect with everybody who comes to Soul Survivor and the other three million Mm. teenagers who could come um, please and we said no that's crazy and then we uh, thought about it we prayed about it and we uh, believe that God said yes do that Um, and so we've worked as a board and as a senior team on how on earth this would work and uh, the only thing now standing in the way of us announcing that we are launching a youth festival in 2020 is just a few hundred thousand pounds. Oh I think because we have a big building, uh, people, don't worry, I'm not gonna ask you for money, uh, people assume that uh, that we are you know, rich. Mm. But actually, we, we're not, mm. we're not a wealthy organisation. We don't have reserves, we don't have any money set aside for us to say, let's step out in faith mm. and do this. It's not possible for us to do that um, because we don't have the money. Mm. So our, 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 I don't like the word fleece, but in a mm. sense, our way of knowing whether we can do this or not is to see whether we can raise some money in the very next few weeks and a mm. couple of months. Um, and I, this is the worst bit of the job for me. I don't know about you, I can't stand no, asking people money. for money and I'm not gonna ask you for money. However, I am gonna ask you um, to think about this. Is there anything you can do, gentle listener, to connect us with individuals, with organisations, with trusts, with people who might be prepared to support uh, a new uh, youth conference for, uh, uh, for Christian and non-Christian young people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will, in the months to come, hopefully share much more about what it's going to look like. But we do have an idea for what it would look yeah. like. We want to focus in on... Uh, helping young people to develop a a holistic Christian faith that lasts the test of time and gives them uh, helps them to understand what it means to be a Christian the other fifty one weeks of the year as well as the week that they're mm. away in the summer. We think it's really important to create that summer space, that opportunity for um, young people to to hear the Christian message, to make a first time commitment if that's what it is, mm. or to recommit their their life. Um, but we also think there's enormous value in in trying to uh, help young people to understand mm. what that looks like mm. all year round so I you know if you want to send us money I'm not going to stop you yeah. but I'm not asking for that yeah. um, but w- we need uh, your connections we need your contact books I need mean, anyone that you know who might be up for supporting this mm. sort of thing um, I'm essentially going public with the sort of thing yeah. that people usually do quite covertly yeah. in suits in meetings. I don't even own a suit. I no, can't go none to any of those us
1: in this building. Own a suit. I, I can't go
0: to those meetings. No. I'm not allowed. I'm not I don't allowed. I don't I don't live in that There's world. A buzzer that
1: goes off. And again,
0: you know, people might assume that yeah. we kind of live in that world of of uh, having lots of wealthy friends we can ask for money. We we uh, we don't. And so we need to mm-hmm. find some people who will catch the vision for this and for young people mm-hmm. and uh, and will be up for going on a journey. And so if If that is you, if you rack your brain and you think, actually, there's someone I know who actually you could talk to about this, they wouldn't be offended, they'd get your heart, they'd get your vision for it, Um, then would you get in touch with us? The easiest way to do that is to drop us an email. Uh, There's an email address which is summer2020, in numbers, by the way, summer2020, at youthscape.co.uk, and just drop us an email and just get in touch, even if it's a, a spurious idea yeah. Uh, we are not desperate but keen to hear as many ideas as you have um, and hopefully in April Brilliant. we're going to be able to actually come and, and say a bit more about Brilliant. how we are launching a festival.
1: Brilliant and, and you said um, a leap of faith. I think actually in whatever you know whatever level we're working at and I've, I've never had to ask money for a big youth festival but um, I've had to go cap in hand and ask for money to pay for staff or to run a project that in itself actually is an act of faith, yeah. Because it's a way of saying, I want to do what God's asked us to do. I don't want anything to be a barrier to it. But I also have common sense, and God asks us to be good stewards of what we have. And if we don't have the finances, we can't do the thing. Yeah. Um. And I think it's a it's a good good um, space for us to be in this case and probably lots of us listening. Like, what would it look like that God says, "I'm in this"? Is it always a check? Well, sometimes it isn't, but sometimes it is. Yeah. And I think that's a real challenge of leadership, isn't it? Knowing when to leap ahead, when to be sensible, when to be cautious. But the whole time is wrapped up in this thing of actually we want to take greater risks and do more audacious things. We want to pay people <laughs>
2: yep. to do it with us yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, we, we do want to as well. yeah. So
1: I think yeah, absolutely awesome. So good on you for, for going going vulnerable in leadership and going, well, going out
0: there. With I, I, we have no, good stuff. I, no other way at the moment, and well, that's a good um, place to be, though, isn't it? There's and I, and I, I think just just one good. last thing to say is, um, some people will say, look, if if you're going to run an event and you can't make it work financially, don't run the event. If you can't if you can't do it on your own, don't do it. And I think the truth is. Uh, mission to young people where you might have hundreds of young people who get to hear the Christian message for the first time and and respond to it that should cost money yeah
1: like the, the yeah. amount
0: of stuff that the church wastes money on yeah we should invest some money
1: yeah
0: uh, in this yeah. and so uh, I will put I will put my own money where yeah. my mouth is yeah. here but I really, you know, I need yeah. some people who've done slightly better yeah. in their lives than I have, financially, <laughs> Me <too>. to do, <laughs> yeah, to that's do the right. same. Anyway, that's, <laughs> enough, that's awesome. enough of the sales pitch.
1: Well, that is exciting, and that is, that is good, that is wonderful, and let's get on to the interview, because... Yes we've got an interview it's a bit of an unusual one today because this is somebody that we didn't know before we started doing the Youthscape podcast really they became a good friend or you did I didn't know them they became a friend of ours through the podcast initially they weren't that impressed or convinced or certain but somehow we got we were like an earworm in their brain and they kept tuning in and actually Steve Mitchell we have absolutely loved the fact you get in touch with us you drop us tweets you send us photos of where you're listening to us And, um, and even on the weeks that we've not had a podcast you've wanted to hear our dulcet tones you crazy lad so thank you so much for sticking with us and for sharing some of your extraordinary ideas and thoughts and for nerding out with martin on what must be his favorite topic yeah yeah films. so we're going to talk about
0: films and uh just let me say now there is some genuine content in what follows he's <laughs> written things this is really good this is well. listen kept. up enjoy this
1: youthscape podcast
0: well, I'm very excited that my guest today on the Youthscape Podcast is Youthscape Podcast Superfan Stephen Mitchell. How are you doing?
2: I'm alright. Thanks very much How are you.
0: I'm good, thanks. Um, I say Superfan. You're you're actually just a great encourager of the podcast. Like we often uh, hear from you on social media and stuff. You've been in pretty much from the start, and you are the guy who listens on a run, right?
2: At, at the gym. Yeah.
0: Okay. I'm the, at the gym. And so, uh, so, so, yeah, so I'm speaking to you now, first of all, you appear to be, I, I've got, to, I know this is a, an audio medium, but I have the benefit of seeing you on, on on Skypey thing. It's not Skype, it's like Skype. Other services are available. Um, and behind you, I've got, a, there's a. There's a, like a dinner jacket and a dress. So are you, I don't know, now there's a couple of possible options here, uh, but I'm gonna say <laughs> you, you're going out for a a, a a a a big night out with your wife tonight or something?
2: It, no, not that exciting. It, it's just the washing, drying. <laughs> <laughs> so no exciting plans whatsoever.
0: Oh no! Because I can just describe basically, you're sitting there, in what it seems, it seems to be a nice a nice lounge space, and behind you there is a, <laughs> a there's a suit there hanging, and it and a lovely black dress, and it and it looks like the Mitchells are ge- are getting ready to like. Take the town. What town do you live in? At uh, Preston. To take to paint Preston red.
2: <laughs> I do, I do Feel bad that I'm not going out. So, oh. so. thanks.
0: Did you go out though? Was there a night? There must have been a big night.
2: No, that's that's just my my wife's uh, work clothes.
0: Oh right. So, uh, <laughs> so
2: it's, it's not. It's that's really not. I, I knew you were hoping maybe for some kind of really exciting conversation there, but but it's not happened.
0: You Steve, you you listen to the podcast. Don't think we're cut, <laughs> we're not cutting this out. This is the kind of gold that people like you tune in for. So, well, that's
2: um, what they come back for, absolutely.
0: Yeah, yeah, that is actually. To be fair, they come back for Rachel, don't they? But um, she's not here yet. Um, so, uh, so Steve, just tell us. Just let's put this in context. You're not just a youthscape podcast listener. Um, you also are a, a, a long time uh, youth worker. You've been involved in youth ministry in, in lots of uh, ways for like like years. So uh, what what are you what have you done? What have you done? And what uh, <laughs> what, what have you done? And what what do you do now?
2: Uh, yeah, I've done youth work probably for about seventeen years. So started with youth with a mission. Yeah. Uh, so the missionary organisation, I was their youth worker in, in Derby. For four years, then part time in a number of different denominations as is a, is a youth worker. So Methodist, Anglican, Baptist. When went to college, I went to Bible College in Glasgow. Did my youth and theology degree. I worked for Church of Scotland Church there, then another Baptist Church full time once I graduated. Then we moved. That was all in Scotland. So then moved down to Preston seven years ago for a a school chaplaincy job. So full-time chaplain in a a Church of England high school. So did that for four and a half years. And now I'm... The fancy title is Children and Youth Development Officer for the United Reformed Church in the Mersey Synod, which covers Liverpool, Chester, the Isle of Man, and northwest lancashire
0: okay so that's, that's, that's quite a big area that's quite a big area to, to it, cover
2: it is it's probably it's this one of the smallest in the ninth reformed church okay so because you can get across from one side to the other in about an hour it okay. covers about 80 churches but but one of the one of the smallest i but even within that although there's 80 churches i maybe work with 20 to 25 and kind of more intensive than any I'll be in touch with the others sometimes and with some of them, not at all, uh, for a variety of reasons. Now,
0: I, I would think the United Reformed Church is one of the denominations that the average bod in youth work who doesn't belong to a United Reformed Church knows least yeah. about. So yes. what is the picture in the URC of youth ministry at the moment? And what's the direction of travel?
2: OK, uh, yeah, I, I knew nothing of the URC before I started with the job two years ago so so that's a that's a fair comment with within youth work i think it's really exciting they they put a lot of money a lot of time a lot of resources into youth work within the the urc as a whole as a church it's it's a a very aging population in most churches probably further along the road than the anglican church and the methodists and even the baptists um, it's definitely an older congregation uh, but but they're doing incredible things within youth work and and probably what the urc would be most known for is its social action work amongst its young people the, the young people are incredibly uh, involved in, in politics social justice They've had a, a recent partnership with Greenbelt, which is growing. So that's the URC is playing a big part uh, within Greenbelt and particularly within the youth side of that. Uh, so that's that's re- really where its fo- uh, focus is on, on, on social action and, and mm. social justice amongst mm. young people.
0: And so um, so is there quite a big youth element to Greenbelt? Because I will confess I've not been to Greenbelt for a few years because of its clashing, uh, not theologically, but in terms of calendar. Uh, <laughs> with, with another event that I attend um, yes. so um, so what what's going on in terms of the youth work there is is do young people go to that in numbers
2: oh. hey, I, I've not been to it yet I'm going for the first time this year to help out with the, the URC tent. Um, but but from what I'm hearing uh, things are really positive there and, and, and numbers are growing and, and particularly within the, the teenage range mm. there's a lot that the URC is doing amongst uh, discussions and, and different cafes and, and different youth work uh, that's going on there. So I'll, I'll get to see it kind of firsthand uh, this year because ha- I've never been to Greenbelt before uh, either. Um, but I'm really excited to kind of go along and, and, and see what they're doing. But we're, we're definitely growing that presence because even from what I've heard at Greenbelt, people coming up and seeing URC and going, what on earth's that? Yeah. Because they've just uh, have never heard of it before. Yeah. Uh,
0: and um, uh, when, uh, when, when your average listener to the Youthscape podcast, I don't know if there is an average listener, it's probably you, <laughs> but, um, but your average listener uh, kind of hears that there's more of a focus on social justice and social action. I think classically there might be a bit of cynicism there that, um, that, that, that what you're doing there is a social gospel. And, um, yeah. and I'll, I'll let you challenge that, but, um, but also I would say that I've seen young people really come alive when they're given an opportunity to put faith into some sort of meaningful action. Um, yeah. And actually, I, I wonder whether, um, you know, we've we focused a bit too much on propositional truth and there's a helpful rebalancing that guys like Greenbelt and maybe the United Reformed Church is another part of this, have, have helped to say maybe push on the other pedal a bit and say hey you know we need we need the practical side to this too what does love look like in action but I'm guessing I'm preaching to the choir
2: yes yeah no absolutely and, and it does come first of all from the, the, the faith that motivates people so it, it isn't just we want to make this world just a better place that's a great message but but lots of people can proclaim that kind of message yeah we and I, I definitely veer more on the social justice side myself anyway, but that comes from the the, the tipping off point is faith and believing that, that God wants to redeem, restore and renew this world and that we get ultimately to, to play a part in that and yeah. that we get to, to work with God on that. Yeah. And, and and from my experience of youth work, it is when you give young people something to do when it, when faith is more than simply meeting on, on a weekday or on a Sunday, but actually going out that by being Christians, those around it should be experiencing good news. Mm, mm. That old quote that if, if, it's, if the gospel is not good news for everyone, then it's good news for no one. Yeah, And the idea that my, my street that I live on should be good news because I'm living in it. And so this my street should be better because as a Christian, I'm here, yeah, and and I, that's something that that young people from from my experience grab a hold of, and it's well, you can make a difference now. It's not simply the carrot of heaven at the end, yeah. but we can actually bring heaven and transform earth with God right now.
0: Yeah, good. I totally agree, and I think I think actually that's a that's a very good explanation of it, and uh, I think we just need to be less worried about uh, you know uh, because somebody is is maybe talking more about one side of the of the wider holistic gospel um, mm. that they're somehow neglecting the other you know you're absolutely right it's it's both and and uh, and i think that's great and, and and i agree with you i concur young people um because yeah, basically the church doesn't give young people many opportunities to get involved in the religious stuff so, uh, nope. sorry, sorry to draw a sacred secular divide, but uh, <laughs> but you, you know, so you this is actually a practical way of giving young people a chance to put their faith into some sign, of meaningful uh, action when they're fifteen, rather than having to wait till they're thirty-five.
2: Yeah, absolutely, and and the amount of responsibility that the URC Church gives to young people, I think, is incredible. From from the denominations that I've been a part of. It, There's a thing called URC Youth Assembly which Mm -hmm. happens in January and so that's all young people in the URC from 14 to 25 come together for for the weekend and as well as doing discussions and worship and workshops they, they, they have business sections where young people can bring issues that they think are important so bring motions that they then want to be taken to General Assembly which is the main gathering of of clergy and, and others uh, and, and elders within the URC Church, which happens every two years, so young people actually get to bring motions that they think are important, and then the the adults and in inverted commons uh, get to hear that and, and and get to vote on it as well. So there's a very clear way that young people's voices are heard at a, a high level uh, within the United Reformed Church, which I think is brilliant.
0: That is brilliant. Now, um, Steve, um, you and I have uh, have long talked about our shared passion. Um, sadly, that's not West Ham United Football Club. It is. Uh, no. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in any way, um, but it is uh, film. And, yes. uh, and and we've always, you know, we, we both love film. And you came and spoke at the uh, the Youth Work Summit. Remember the Youth Work Summit, listeners? Goodness, that was a while ago. Um, and was, uh, yeah. and you and, and a, a chap called Mark Williamson um, did a did a talk yes. together called um, the Kingdom of God in five films. And um, I don't want to pre- yep. preempt what you might be about to say, but um, but one of the five films was was it was one of the five films that you through which you presented the Christian message saw 3D
2: it was indeed yeah it's well remembered wow
0: i mean i've not seen saw 3D so i can't i can't judge it
2: that's disappointing <laughs> but,
0: <laughs> but i would ima- i would imagine that would be a jump for some people so can you just explain for those that weren't there what, how how that? How that's even possible? How did you get there?
2: Yeah, yeah not a problem. It, it, it was very funny because I, I, I went back and watched that video uh, from the Youth Work Summit uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I remember then when me and Mark came off the stage, kind of going through Twitter and, <laughs> and seeing the re- seeing the responses. So, did you read the, the th- you read the comments? You read the comments. Went through just to see what people were saying, and so. For the first couple of films, people were really on board, loving it. And and as we got into, I guess, more dodgy territory as it it would be with some of the films we then brought up, the the discussion changed uh, very quickly. Okay. I I guess for me, and the message from that video and what I still hold today is that we have a real problem, I think, with just cherry-picking video clips. From from movies, yes, and and kind of what my hope has always been is that we show the whole film, the good and the bad, as opposed to just little clips. Because ultimately, I want to help and, and work with young people to to look at film as a whole. So not just mm. simply showing clips that just get across a message, but then being able to give them the tools so that when they are just watching films at home with their friends or whatever, they can be critical of it and they can see the good points and and the bad points and so that that was their main message from from doing that talk is that let's stop cherry-picking video clips that just put across the message that we want to to get across yes look at film as a whole and let's work together to, to see what's good, what's bad and, and, and have really fruitful discussions out of it. So so I, I don't use video clips uh, just because I, I, my... The best way that I think video and film can be used is to show the entire film to a youth club and then over three, four, five weeks, whatever it is, unpack then the different themes that come up and, and then once they've seen the whole film, yes, feel free to use little clips of it, but only once they've seen the whole thing so they get the context of those clips
0: now and 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 and, uh, and and you're gonna are you gonna in a minute are you gonna talk to us about a couple of movies that you could do that with
2: yes well I've done another kind of a re-updated have you no, that's, a, that, that's not a word a, an updated version of the the Kingdom of God in five films with, with five recent films
0: okay well that then think, but before it's... before we do that Stephen <laughs> we've got a hole to get ourselves out of um, which is how the heck did you <laughs> put uh, uh, tell the story of the kingdom of God through Saw 3D?
2: Yes, now, now I, I try to remember back. and One of the, the main points in, in the whole Saw series is about this idea of people. So there's a character called Jigsaw who sets up these different traps that, that people have to get out of. And the traps have something to do with maybe the the sin that he sees that they have been committing. Yes. So the trap is always something to do with that. And so his whole methodology, his whole belief system, is that people have to lose something of themselves in order to be set free. Mm. So sometimes people might have to lose a hand, an eye, a a leg, but ultimately, and, and I guess going back to... To jesus kind of hyperbolic phrase of it's better to 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 go into heaven with one less eye yeah, yeah 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 that passage so it's kind of taking a very literal version of that The ultimate it's better to lose a part of you that's sinful in order to be free mm. so I, I talked around we talked around that in, in the talk but then also ultimately that we have and the story and in the person of Jesus, someone who has taken on that that torture and that pain ultimately so that we can be free. So we talked around that. And that's a very quick and there's, I guess there's nuanced discussions to have within that. Yeah. But, but that in, is in essence what Mark and myself are trying to get across in that talk.
0: And I don't think many people listening to that would, would have much of a problem with what you said i think there's the just the knee jerk reaction to oh my goodness a christian is engaging with the saw film series and there's some yes. parts of culture that we're still i mean i think less so in 2019 but um but that was what 2012 yeah. yeah. um, 2012 and and i think um we we're, we're, there's still bits of culture that we just think oh as christians we just can't we shouldn't be engaging with this at all, we should just be ignoring mm. it, and and that ultimately is not your view.
2: No, because I just think if if you tell someone just no, then they're they're going to go and do it anyway. So so we know that from the whole idea of I guess of sexual pu- purity and just saying well just don't have sex t- till you're married. We know that's just not helpful. Yeah, and 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 we need to be. A stroller and work with people through that and and I think it's the same with, with film young, young people and, and people in general are going to watch what they want to watch I would rather give them the tools to then be able to process what they're watching rather than just simply saying you can't watch it
0: yeah it's good it's good so so Steve I think we're out of that hole um, so uh, so now we've got a uh, five new films you're going to talk to us about more recent movies through which we might be able to talk about uh, the Christian message and connect in some way to the Christian message. So do you want to give us the 2019 remix of uh, The Kingdom of God in five films?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And again, just just the caveat that don't just use clips from these films. That would be my preference, but, but engage with the whole film. There'll be some things that are good in these films, some things that are not. And it's important, I think, to discuss the, the entirety of the film with, with young people, but these are, are just snapshots of five films that I think are, are really good to engage with young people. Okay. So, the, the Kingdom of God is like Coco, oh. in which a young boy stumbles into the afterlife after trying to steal his dead idol's guitar. Through the movie, the boy learns that you can live in the land of the dead until people no longer remember you, that your worth in the afterlife is dependent on the memories of others who you lived amongst. Now, is that what we believe today? Our worth isn't found in what we do, but in what someone did for us. We don't live forever because of how good or memorable we are, but because the Creator loves us. But maybe eternity isn't the point. Maybe the point is more about the life that we live now and about how we can bring heaven to earth it's about the stories that we choose to share with one another, and the importance of family and our traditions. So, what stories are we in, are, are young people telling, and how can we create spaces where they can be invited into God's story? So, so that that would be Coco for me—a little snapshot. That's of, cool. Of that and and and
0: um, and so it's, and Coco is a, a, a just a beautiful movie, isn't it? And. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, it might be one that passed people by because it's a slightly odd one. I wonder whether some families didn't see it. I know some people didn't see it because of the skeletons and things. Yes. Um, I actually watched it with my five-year-old, and he's he's he was fine with it. So I think I think we're okay. Um, but uh, but yeah, that's, there's this whole idea that um, there's a character in it who who's fading away. Um, because mm. people are forgetting about him, aren't they? There's this idea that sort of, yes. uh, which is really, which is a really heartbreaking idea that this Absolutely, guy's, yeah. Um, but, uh, but obviously, I, I like the way you've connected that to, uh, to to the to the better story, which is mm. what you also did with Saw 3D. So uh, <laughs>
2: absolutely.
0: <laughs> why, continue, please continue. Number four. Okay, one, number yeah. So
2: what I meant to say is, uh, I've tried to pick one from each age category. And and a different genre as well. Now I've cheated slightly because I couldn't find a U that that I thought I could really explore. So I'm I'm, I'm doing two PGs. Fair enough. Then a twelve, a twelve, a fifteen, and, and an eighteen as well. Okay. Just for for, for everybody. And, and and each of them covers a different genre. So that was the, the the animation family genre. Okay. Now you're gonna the next one I'd chosen was the greatest showman. Ah, so I wanted to have something around musicals. So, I, I, and again, I'm, I'm, I'm going, there's a similar kind of direction of, of how I, how I see these things. Okay. So I'll, I'll go into this and then we can see how we go with it. Right. So,
0: yeah. the,
2: the kingdom of God is like the greatest showman in which a group of misfits and freaks find a place where they are welcome, a place where they're accepted for just who they are, a table at which they can all eat and sing together. But that is not the end. Now that they have found a place to call home, it is their duty to tell others about this place, to welcome others in, and to challenge those that hold an alternative view. And so are we creating spaces where young people are truly welcome for who they are, and not just what they could be, and are bridging those other young people to invite others to come and be part of it, whilst also challenging those that would stand against it And so that would be my, my little exit from the greatest showman
0: that's great and, and so there'll be a few people who um, who just slightly struggle with the, the greatest showman because of the real life PT Barnum you heard that <laughs> kind of that kind of objection of it you can't glamorize the life of it but people can't quite people need to get past that don't they essentially that this, this, this is this is kind of there is a guy who did this stuff this isn't really the story of what really happened
2: no no absolutely this is obviously a, a fictitious take on it he, he doesn't he didn't sound like a particularly nice guy i think was quite exploitative mm. with with those that he worked with and i think the film does tries to convey that a little bit with the the affair that you had with the, the singer that he ended up managing I, I think the film tries to explore that a little bit but but doesn't go very far with it that's right uh, but but yes it's this is not the the true story of P.T. Barnum at all. It's what I'm encouraging people just is to engage with it just as a as a piece of fiction. Great, really.
0: Very good. So, what's number three?
2: Okay, number three. I, I, I couldn't have a list without a, a superhero film. Of course. So I thought, in Avengers: Infinity War, for our twelve certificate film. The Kingdom of God is like Avengers: Infinity War in which the tyrant Thanos believes that the redemption and restoration of the universe can only be found by wiping out 50% of all living creatures. He doesn't take joy in this view, but believes that that is his cross to bear. The Avengers, on the other hand, believe that redemption and restoration are found through love and self-sacrifice. Through working together, they believe that a renewed world can be achieved. Like the Avengers, we all have a part to play in God's redemptive plan. Through love and self-sacrifice, we can also work together to bring about a better world. So how are we encouraging our young people to be world changers and to lay down their lives for something bigger than themselves?
0: Wow, now you've got you've gone there. You've gone for Avengers Infinity War, which is... Um... I feel like my great guilty pleasure as a movie because I've I've now watched it about nine times. Mm.
2: You just
0: um, did not feel guilty. Ah, uh, it's I, I don't know if it's a great piece of filmmaking. I just I just enjoy it so much. Mm. Um, but um, but I look at Avengers: Infinity War. Let me be the one to bring the controversy here. I feel okay. like I feel like within the church, there's there's definitely a Thanos theology, isn't there? There's um there are those that. That sort of almost believe. I mean, let's you know, Calvinism essentially um, is 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 a bit like Thanos saying it's necessary. <laughs> it's necessary that half the uh, half the world uh, is is sent into oblivion. Uh, it, I think. <laughs> um, I mean, I may lose my job at this point. But um, but I, I, I don't I, care I, I, about I that. I
2: said that, not me.
0: Yeah, but, I, you know, there is a bit of that, isn't there? Is there also or, or unchecked Calvinism, let's say there is a version of theology mm. that can, if we're not careful, leads us into that place of saying, oh, well, uh, some people in order that some may live, some therefore, na-, you know, the yin and the yang, uh, Calvinists wouldn't be comfortable with that phrase. Uh, is that uh, is that that, that some uh, some have to die, some have to perish. Um, that's the other side of it. Some have to go to hell. Some have to go to heaven. That is essentially Thanos theology.
2: I'll happily give you the rope uh, for for that one, Martin. Mm.
0: Oh, you know I'm right.
2: <laughs> I'm normally the controversial one, so yeah. I'm, I'm glad that you're you're picking up.
0: Well, let's see where you go with your 18. Oh, you got 15 first. Let's see where your 15. We got 15 is. first.
2: Yeah. Okay. Uh, So, the the 15 is A Star Is Born. So, the the film, obviously the remake, or or the remake of a remake. Yeah. So, the kingdom of God is like A Star Is Born, in which Ali is plucked from obscurity by superstar Jackson Maine and propelled into superstardom. What's so special about the idea of A Star Is Born is that this has been remade, remade for each generation. The central story stays the same, but the film is continually being reinterpreted. The message of the kingdom of God is still the same, but it must, like the film, be fleshed out again and again for each subsequent generation. How can we help young people share in the story of God that makes sense to them? Do we unwittingly create barriers because of the way we heard or responded to the gospel when we were younger?
0: Steve, this is this is great, and I think you're tiptoeing dangerously close to uh, innovation uh, with this one. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but but yeah, I I I think you're right. I think this is a really good example of um, the the timeless message staying somewhat the same. You know, the core message of Jesus staying the same, but but over the generations, there's a need to uh, reinterpret it, and uh, perhaps we need to interpret it through the lens of Lady Gaga. I think you're right.
2: <laughs> the gospel according to lady gaga
0: it's pro- probably someone's already done that i expect yes, yes probably, probably. A, if you if you go on amazon there's probably a self-published <laughs> kindle book called that <laughs> um okay and so uh, this is the bit we've all been waiting for how are you gonna yes. how are you gonna do it again so um i'm i'm worried 18 let me i'm just racking my brains to think about they don't there aren't a lot of 18s these days it's got to be pretty horrible what what it have you is, gone for yes
2: no, that's true most most 18s now you can get away with with a 15 certificate they've got to be something truly special to to be an 18 now
0: so uh, what is the kingdom of god like Steve?
2: okay the the kingdom of god is like the new halloween film in which laurie strode and her family finally stand up to the ghost that has haunted them for 40 years michael myers laura's life uh, laurie's life has been defined by her past. She has been unable to truly live since her attack. Together with her daughter and granddaughter, they seek to trap and destroy the literal demon from their past. We do not need to be people who are defined by our past. We can be set free to live now, but to do that, we must put to death our old selves that hold us back. Do we offer spaces for young people to confront their past and repent and walk into new life. How can we support young people to stand up against evils and trauma they have faced in their own lives?
0: This is very good. It's a little bit like listening to Thought for the Day on Radio 4.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I thought this was we- it was weird the way I'd written it, because I know this, that, that was the way I did it. No, it's uh, good. Edit that So hopefully it comes across. It's okay.
0: good. This is actual content. We very rarely have this <laughs> on the youthscape podcast. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think you've justified your eighteen again there, and uh, people don't need to sit and watch that. Really, it's about. Oh,
2: they should. They no, absolutely, they should.
0: It's it's about being aware <laughs> of uh, of what's out there, right? It's about being aware of the of the culture that young people are swimming in. I mean, all the young people in my youth group would be very comfortable watching. Uh, 18s, and and mm-hmm. my, my son who's 13 is constantly telling me why why he should watch 15s and why all his friends are watching 18s so I okay, think yeah. pro- probably we have to accept this stuff's out there and therefore what you're doing is you're giving them a, a different lens through which to interpret actually something they might have seen and been disturbed by.
2: Yeah, no absolutely, I think that's really important because uh, they, yeah, they may see it and they may hear people talking about it so th- the church I think needs to, to have a voice on it that isn't just don't watch it
0: it's great it's great can I can I throw in one of my own
2: yeah absolutely
0: because I wondered whether you'd go there but you didn't so um, I haven't written this down but I think the kingdom of God is like glass you seen glass
2: uh, I ha- no my wife wants to see it with me so we haven't managed to to, to get to see it yet, but I do really want to see it
0: okay well it's, it's not a great movie I'll tell you that now <laughs> It's not a great movie. I don't really recommend it, but uh, it's the the third part of this trilogy, which wasn't ever meant to be a trilogy and ended up being yeah. one. That uh, uh, M Night Shyamalan, I think that's how you say Ch- his name.
2: Yeah,
0: Shyamalan. Shyamalan. Okay. Ch- you say potato, uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, I um uh, I I didn't I didn't love the film, but the central okay. conceit of the movie is that uh, this doctor character. Is uh, treating the person, This isn't giving anything away. This is what's um, mm. what's in the trailer. She's treating uh, the three main characters, who may or may not be superheroes, mm. um, in a mental institution, and yep. uh, and basically uh, trying to persuade them and convince them that uh, they are uh, it's all in their heads, and mm. that actually they're not super. They're not superheroes. They're just crazy. And, uh, and I just thought what an interesting uh, 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 kind of reflection of the way the world tries to talk to us these days about faith. Um, and we, we would suggest we actually have superhuman abilities. Like as Christians, we, we would say there is a supernatural um, element to us as, as, as believers that we have access to the power of God. And therefore, there are some supernatural super things we can do. Um, mm. I'm not suggesting we can like leap buildings and stuff, but <laughs> but um, but we can. You know, I believe in healing. I believe in um, uh, uh, speaking in tongues. I believe in prophecy. I believe in all these supernatural things. And then there's a world out there, like you know, let's cast Darren Brown in this in this role, who's trying to find rational explanations for all those miraculous things. Um, and so as I watched it, I thought, gosh, that's that's like the superhero universe doing uh, doing you know, what the world does to Christians. So I, I mm. thought an interesting... So if you watch it with that lens, uh, maybe yeah. it's better than the Rotten Tomatoes score suggests.
2: <laughs> no, I, I may well have included it if I'd seen it. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's that's one I definitely do want to... Because I've seen uh, Unbreakable and, and Split, so was, I was looking forward to just to seeing how they, they finish it off. But no, that that's just some really interesting thoughts on it.
0: I think it's interesting if you... um. Uh, uh, if you've seen the other two, it's worth it. I think it's, uh, it's a bit—it's a bit of a letdown, otherwise. But, um, okay. but I think Steve, that was that was one of the most um, you know content-rich and uh, and and entertaining podcasts we've ever done. I I feel I feel sad now that we're now going to go back to me and Rachel in the studio, um, and uh, and we'll just waffle for five minutes. But. Um, but thank you for, for kind of, thank you for coming on today. And also thank you for your support of the uh, of the podcast um, through all these um, uh, episodes. Um, and uh, and do you have a highlight as a, cause you actually do listen, I'm not even making this up. Um, you do, do you have a highlight over the last kind of, I don't know how many episodes we've done, lots, two years worth. <laughs>
2: hey, to, to be honest, the, the, the highlights are always your embarrassing stories. They are, they are, they are just brilliant. Yeah, they really are. And and Farty Marty Martin just oh, gosh le- leaves me in tears oh. kind of every time that I hear it. So, so you, you yeah, uh, I'm always smiling when I'm at the gym, which maybe people find that disconcerting. when I'm just kind of <laughs> smiling to myself, doing weights or whatever. But but you definitely bring the joy in that. Ah, oh, well, I'm
0: I'm glad that my uh, uh, pratfalls are somehow uh, entertaining. Um, I um my wife is now I'm I'm a bit bothered by how often she calls me farty around the house. Um, <laughs> uh, it's like it's not. I managed to get to like 39 without that happening, and then suddenly I've turned turned 40, and uh, and everyone thinks it's fair game. So um, mm. I'm not as I as I pointed out on this. Uh, podcast before like of the two of us rachel is the windy one (laughs) people people don't like that people don't find that doesn't really fit with the gardener image but i'm telling you she Mm -hmm. is the one so
2: just don't need to change the the narrative yeah you
0: just don't stand downwind of her that's all (laughs) anyway uh mate it's been a delight to speak to you thank you so much for your time
2: no, thank you very much, Martin. Thanks again for the Youthscape podcast, which I, I do enjoy more than just hearing your, your funny stories. <laughs> there, there's some brilliant stuff in there as well that are, that really challenges me and inspires me. So so thanks very much for doing it. Good stuff. Thank you, Stephen. Cheers. Thanks very much, Martin.
1: The Youthscape podcast. So my Jason is really into films. Yeah. And uh, in the summer, did Jesus have Thanos?
0: Yeah, he did a, a thing, at Soul Survivor, <laughs> that, that was along the lines... Of what, uh, of what, what Steve Thanos and I were talking about. He asked. So uh, and and believes that that Thanos that Jesus loves Thanos was that well
1: a... yeah which then when I found out what Thanos stands for I was like no I don't really get that but it was a very good discussion around philosophy about how do you actually save the world and change things but actually interestingly when I think about it the one thing that Jason has massively set up in the last year is a film club at church ah. <laughs> that is, yeah and how's have, that gone tell about that it's gone that? really well we have a huge screen and so the community just love having cinema nights at our nice. church so we have afternoon showings on a Saturday the kids come the parents sit at the back and just chill out and then we show sort of more adult films in the evening. And when I say adult, I mean 12, 15. You don't mean adult. No, I don't mean adult. But it's been it's been great, actually. It's been wow. really good, kind of the cinema stuff. But yes. Yeah, I so love the fun.
0: idea of Rachel Gardner's Adult Film Nights.
1: I think that is it. Uh... <laughs> so, they're giving me a bad reputation. But films are your thing, aren't they? So do, do I, you... Because I am the queen of the film clips. I absolutely love little yeah, clips. I love them. You do, them. don't you? I do. They support the point I want to make. It's like a bad exegesis. I
0: think that is exactly Steve's point.
1: Yeah, it is. It's it is it, entirely... It's basically
0: is. the whole interview is targeting you.
1: It is. And the way but you I won't change, them. Steve. I won't change. In fact, I've moved on to YouTube adverts now.
0: Yes, I've noticed. Yeah. Now, I, I think this is a really interesting idea for a model of how you might run some some youth group discussions, mm. so this idea he had of, of, of show a film, watch a film together and then meet maybe three or four times afterwards
2: it.
0: and talk about it. I think there are some films that that would work with, there's mm. some films probably you'd struggle to get one session's discussion out of, but, um, but others you could build your own little curriculum. So mm. we're always interested in, in new models of, of youth ministry here on the Youthgate podcast if you've tried that if you're interested in trying that tell us I'd love to hear more mm. any excuse to talk about films as you know always goes down well with our international listeners when we discuss <laughs> films
1: it's because I wasn't on that podcast
0: it's the, it, it may be that we talked about films or it may be that Chris was on there with, with, <laughs> with me that Martin. time
1: so, so you white boys now yes. do you know what we haven't
0: talked about for a while
1: Patreon. Um, Patreon?
0: We haven't talked about Patreon.
1: Right. Let's talk about it. So,
0: you can support the Youthscape podcast uh, to the tune of like a dollar a month. It is, isn't it? And it's it's actually 77p now. (sighs) That's
1: barely anything. Is that because we're on the brink of Brexit?
0: And we've had a few extra people who've uh, started to uh, support uh, us, including someone who is very, very generous and 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 support us a bit more oh so thank you to you you know who you are um one of our um early adopters on our early youthsgate podcast patrons was uh was steve mitchell
1: <gasps> steve he, he put his money where My his mouth, mouth was is. isn't that nice he's like the dream podcast listener isn't he he is i do you do you i shouldn't have this conversation with you on air because i listen to a few podcasts now and i have to say i don't actually support any of them. <gasps>
0: I thought like, you were going to say I don't like any of them as much as the no, podcast. No, I don't like
1: any of them as much as I like the Escape podcast. But actually, there is almost a kind of... Because it's out there and it's free, I kind of feel entitled to Do it. Do people
0: ask always on the other podcasts that they ask for money?
1: They, I think they're wising up to it. Yeah. Or they ask for five-star ratings. So one oh, of the podcasts that to, to say... Click on it Give us five stars It'll help other people find when it When you
0: go on iTunes I think there's like Olly Deeks
1: Olly Deeks He's the other listener Ollie Deeks Who's,
0: who's pretty <laughs> much The greatest guy ever Yes He, he uh, He's done a review That will like, be up
1: there forever It's
0: wonderful I love it Five so, stars But nobody else has, I don't think anyone else Has ever done that We've never asked for We've Five star reviews Because
1: I think actually That's that is entirely up to someone's choice. Yeah. You can't say, here's a drivelly podcast, give me five stars. Have
0: you ever had an email from someone who's asked you to do a five-star review for their book? Please review my book on Amazon with five stars, please.
1: Mm, I've, no, I've never been asked to give them five stars, but I've been asked to review books. Yeah. I've been asked to do that. And actually, I've really noticed, said, yeah, 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 yeah. And then often haven't done it. So I must, I must be a bit more. I've decided
0: that from now on, You're not going to, if anyone asks me, yeah. I'm gonna absolutely trash the book. I'm gonna go on Amazon, and give it one star.
1: Ma- Say
0: Martin I was paid to write this review. They sent me a free copy.
1: Martin Saunders, you're I like am- the you're like the um, the uh, antidote you know. to the fire festival, aren't I you? I am.
0: Like, do you want to talk about the fire festival? I
1: I you're Netflix excited about the fire festival. I watched the Netflix program about it, but it just shocks me. Actually, it was it, it was in a way, it's a kind of a moral tale for our age, isn't yeah. it? It's kind of a parable. For those who don't know there was this guy called Billy who basically got in touch with another a kind of a, a, a rap star called Jarul and uh, basically said that on this beautiful Hawaiian island they were going to have this Instagram ready kind of festival and all the models are going to be there and they, they did a film shoot with all yeah. the models there yeah, they, yeah. And, and but they had no festival and so when people rocked up having paid thousands of pounds to be there they were basically sleeping in sort of hurricane shelters. Yeah they were, was there horrendous. was supposed to be
0: a festival, there it was. just all it fell just apart. And then there was a hurricane.
1: But if you watch the Netflix documentary, you realize yes. that there's, the rot set in quite early on. And actually, if you look at it from a gender perspective, these are two guys who, who most of the time are sort of off their face. I'm, I'd probably be done for libel actually saying that. But most of the time, they're not probably in their, fully in their full capacities. Yeah. And with these very beautiful women draping around them. And they just believe their own hype. And, yeah. and why did nobody nearby say, uh, wait a minute, I've not seen any evidence for anything. So,
0: so just to draw everything together, <laughs> I watched that the other day.
1: Did you? Can you imagine
0: what it's like to watch that when you're spending your whole time dreaming up a new festival? But
1: that's great because all your worst fears, Yeah, right there. They're right there there. and they've been done. So that bookend's dealt with. So now yeah. you don't got to worry about that because we're not inviting any young people tonight, then. And we?
0: I never surround myself with beautiful words. Oh! absolutely fine. You're, you're surrounded by two Rachel's Whoops. who are extraordinarily Whoops.
1: beautiful.
0: That was a joke. It was a joke. Yes, it was I a know. little joke. Please, <laughs> please, still listen.
1: Anyway, so that that is the end of this. But but I would if you if you now on the outtakes now because we're going not the outtakes because we're leaving the outtakes or whatever what <laughs> outtakes? we're landing and if there was one film that you could you reckon you could eke a four session discussion out of what would it be go
0: oh I mentioned it earlier Glass oh yeah I, didn't oh, I think you weren't listening but yeah. Glass uh, the M. Night Uh okay book film yeah is really rich and interesting and also Hacksaw Ridge oh my goodness Hacksaw Ridge with Dasmond Das oh I don't know what that accent was that I just did there that's my da's oh my
1: goodness for me Chocolat I couldn't get four sessions out of it but I think there's a great redemption story there oh, Yeah, it's also got is good as Johnny it? Depp um, also The Tourist Also don't like that one The Tourist no, no 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 just another film with Johnny Depp in. You just like films with Johnny Depp in. <laughs> Definitely Pirates of the Caribbean Sing I reckon you can get a lot out of Sing
0: Four (laughs) sessions out of
1: sync You could get end stuff out of sync Pinky Power
0: I love love that film (laughs) Right we're being self-indulgent now I'm sorry We love you everybody Um, Yeah so uh, please tune in again next time And before producer Rachel presses the button Her finger is hovering over the button If you know anyone who might want to support The festival in 2020
1: that's not on an island
0: I'm here on my knees
1: Bella Hadid is not promoting it
0: and I'm surrounded by beautiful women. <laughs> and are you are it.
1: in your right mind.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Please get in touch. Uh, it is uh, summer2020 at youthscape.co.uk. You, you still there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> we
2: sorry. Might,
0: sorry. I tell you what, we don't edit much on the podcast, but we might, <laughs> we might edit this. <laughs> yeah.